Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another Mavens Do It Better podcast. I am thrilled to have a wonderful friend on the phone today. Her name is Tracy Talley, and she owns a super cool business, um, and I have used her services now a few times, and uh, she's a Oh, she's a numerologist. Uh, I would say she plays in the mystical uh, tarot, and uh, she does a lot around, you know, looking into who you are with numbers. And um, I love talking to her and love working with her. So welcome to the pod. Yay. Thank you, Heather. I'm really happy to be here, and I appreciate all of your descriptive words. <laughs> Wonderful. Where are you coming to us today from? At the moment, I am in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, and I am I am actually home in Marina Del Rey, so that's kind of <laughs> so we're both in our home offices. Uh, and yeah, there, yeah we, we were just saying, you know, no video because when you work from home, sometimes you know you're. Uh, I'm not in a bathrobe, but you know, definitely <laughs> comfortable. But skirting the edge, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So we were introduced by a mutual friend, Priscilla. Uh, who shout out to Priscilla love wonderful yes. goddess um, and w- tell everybody a little bit about your business and how you got started um, in the numerology and mystical realms thank you um, I was a teenager like we all were <laughs> and I have a great-grandmother who read tea leaves and my grandmother this is my maternal grandmother um, inherited a few books on mystical things such as astrology, creative visualization, and, um, you know, some of the things that were kind of coming about in the Victorian era. And I started to look at these books when I was about 14 or 15 and was immediately captivated and kind of catapulted, really, into all things mystical. Um, There was just this really deep desire to know more about world Uh, kind of emotions, the human condition, and how we can inform the landscape of our lives with mysticism and just the power of numerology and tarot and astrology and old mystery school teachings because they're things that we can't quite, none of us really truly understand, but we all kind of interpret and inherently know. I do think everybody has the gift, too. Mm -hmm. Right. And, yeah. That's cool. That's so, where I am. Yeah. So your spark came from your grandmother. That's cool. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that, and that, that time, that Victorian time was a time when I think that those sorts of things really started. I mean, obviously there's been seers and holders of like oral traditions and, you know, um, depending on the gods you worship and all of those sorts of things, you know, over time. But I think that Victorian area, definitely the, the things that came out of that were what are our modern day astrology and, you know, and tarot and all of that. Um, and so talk about, uh, so tell everybody, not everybody may know, like, what is numerology? So numerology is um, probably my favorite of the mystical things that I study because numbers are in everything. And I mean that as far as whether, you know, uh, clock faces, the measurements of things, 
um, there's always dimension and depth to, you know, both human beings, animals, structures, you know, the animate and the inanimate in life can somehow be measured. So therefore, numbers are always with us, and they always have their own voice. Uh, numerology in your personal life is calculated and kind of born and explained primarily from your birth date. Right. The rest of the numbers will come from the numerological value of the vowels and the consonants in your name. So, yeah, and all of them have their own meanings really based on scale, one to nine, uh, one being the youth and nine being the elder. So you can even say, you know, the inexperienced versus the experienced. Right. Yeah. And, you know, kind of in in the vein of numerology where each of the numbers one through nine represent something and then there's some special numbers as well, right, that um, right. are outside of one through nine and 11. Yeah, exactly. You remember yep. well. And yep. 22. And 22. Yeah. And, you know, in any of these, you know, if you're looking at astrology or tarot or numerology, you know, there's lots of base in, so, you know, each of the signs, right, they also have houses, and those houses mean something for the different sun signs of the astrological chart, and then same, same with tarot, with the major, is it arcana or arcana? I really think it's open to interpretation, most often I hear arcana. Arcana, yeah, so major and minor, right, so, and those each have an interpretation and numbers that go along with them, and so, I think, do you find the relationship between those influence each other? They come from similar places. How, like, how different are they just in your, your study? Because you study all of them, right? Right. I feel like they're all complementary, especially tarot, astrology, and numerology. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, again, if you were to look at the numbers as the fun- fundamental piece we also see that, just as you stated, in the major arcana, mm-hmm. as well as the minor arcana in the tarot, we're going to have 1 through 22, uh, you know, and, and wow, there goes another, there's a correlation right there, is that the 22nd card right. of the major arcana, right, which is a master number in numerology, uh, as well as through the minor arcana up to 78, those will all be lower echoes, of the major arcana Mm -hmm. so then whatever life path you might have one through nine eleven or twenty two will have corresponding cards or archetypes Mm -hmm. in all of the suits and then astrology just as you said again we have the twelve houses and then we're also you could even get into the minutiae of the degrees I know (laughs) which the coordinates right what time were you born? If you were born at 11 a.m., then the 11 is going to hold some significance there, too, much as if you were born on the 11th day of a month, right. et cetera. Yeah. So, okay, right. So if you were born on 11-22 or, you know, all of that. Yeah, no, I, I – and with the numerology, because that's one of the things that we've done together is um, we talk about sort of the differences between the – sort of readings you do because you know we did sort of the initial one and then I I, I guess maybe I call it a tune-up if you will (laughs) 
recently um, to look at to look at those things. We talk about that and how those are different and what what's that about? Yes, sure. Uh, I recommend and one of my favorite uh, readings is I call it the code reading, and that consists of four numbers. These are all personal, and they are, again, calculated from birth date and numerological values and consonants and vowels in your name. The first one is the life lesson number. The second number is the, C, is the soul number. The third number is the personality number, which is akin to the rising sign in astrology. And the fourth number is your destiny number. So I always like to appoint keywords to those four numbers. The life lesson number is what you're here to learn. The soul number is what you arrive here already knowing. The personality number is who you are to others, how you're perceived. And the destiny number is what you are here to do. So learn, know, are, do. code reading then what we can do is we can build on a forecast reading and this is where we get more in depth and maybe even have a little bit more fun yep what we'll do is we're going to map out a personal year everybody's birthday begins a new 12-month cycle this is my favorite part (laughs) it's a good part i've written about this and said i learned this from you so i love i love this part so go ahead i love this part yes And I think people should be excited. Um, You know, the night before your birthday, I always call that your New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of saying farewell to the personal year that you just had and then also welcoming with open arms, new eyes and opportunity the year that's coming in. Uh, When you are doing a forecast reading, then what we'll do is we'll calculate your 12 months ahead. And that will be the personal year. That will also be, there are three four-month periods that all have a numerological vibration, as well as each month inside the year will also have its own. If we even wanted to go a step further, each day. So you will have 365 days of different numbers. And that's, you know, those are for the diehards. Yeah. (laughs) The deep. The deep. (laughs) so yeah and then there's a half birthday illumination so that's for people that kind of want i think that's like you said a tune-up if you come to your half birthday and you're like i really just kind of want to talk about what's happened so far and maybe touch base and get a refreshing perspective on the last six months of my personal year those are great too to just kind of come in and check in yep yeah. Um, yeah, those are those are primarily the three readings. There's also a big one where you can do the whole kit and caboodle, which is you'll do the code reading, and then you'll also capitalize on that by getting a forecast at the same time. Right. Yeah. No, that's – yeah, and I think that was the first one that we did. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. And, yeah, so I recently had a tune-up because my – my you know uh year my birthday is july 18th and so as you know and so mine was january 18th it just happened and it was fun to dip into that with tracy and um and i like how you put it you you called it you know that the going to your summit Mm -hmm. as well you know that you kind of work from your birthday till your 
half birthday and that's kind of the summit and then you make hay kind of if you will out of sort of the things you've worked on till you renew again um and depending on when your birthday is in the gregorian calendar too you know how that sort of how does that play off of it a little bit what do you think well i mean that's an interesting question because i think there are a lot of people that might question numerology because there are different calendars Mm -hmm. i've also had some people ask me um you know what if what if my name is french Oh. Right. Um, there are going to be different letters and different words, oh, sure. so, and they're going to hold different values. Mm-hmm. And these are all great questions. If I had been around in the 12th century with Pythagoras, <laughs> it's quite possible he had more of a universal system. Right. But, uh, you know, again, I love what I do. I also always want to cast it as novelty. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice supplement and guide to illustrate in a more colorful way how we live our life, who we are, and possibly where we're going. Mm-hmm. And if you can let it be that kind of entertainment and insight, I do think you get the most out of it. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, for me, when it it's fun, you know, and it's um, it's all about you. You know, yes, is it a construct of numbers and and things that, you know, somebody created and came up with? Sure. But but at the same time, I mean, there's so many things in life that are right that exactly. <laughs> we buy into. And I, but it is one of those things that I really enjoy, you know, astrology as well. Um, but numerology, I, I what you what you how you've described it about, you know, that there are numbers and everything and that um, it is truly about when you were born and your name and all of that. And so it's this sort of dive into kind of your own personal space in the world as it relates to this construct or this, you know, this system, if you will. And I, I just, I do, I find it fun. You know, I, do you get people that are, that I I would assume that people that sort of come to you and ask you to do this kind of thing, do you have people that ask you and then they're like, I don't believe in any of this stuff or, you know what I mean? Or do you have, is it mostly people are like, Oh, I love it. And yay, let's do this. You know, um, there is actually, I mean, that's a good question. There's a combination. I'll definitely have some skeptics, Yeah. but those skeptics are absolutely leaning towards the wanting to believe uh, Okay. and are often referred by, you know, close friends or family who really love the work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think too, though, I really like, I like reading for people that are more skeptical because they ask very interesting questions Mm. and they ask the kinds of questions that challenge my own knowledge and maybe even in that moment help me give them a kind of guidance that I hadn't, you know, perspectives that I hadn't yet arrived at. Right. That's cool. Hmm. That's interesting because I... I don't know. It's like I, I sometimes call myself a skeptic believer. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know what I mean? I'm always like, I don't know if I trust you, but I like what you're saying. You know what I mean? Um, especially with this stuff, too. And I think, I mean, I, I also would assume, you know, that you probably get people who are, I don't know, like going through something, too. You know, yes. that it's that it, it is a kinship to major changes in somebody's life or, you know, something has happened. Um, and, and sometimes it's just, you know, here's a fun birthday present for a girlfriend or a friend, a guy or whatever, you know what I mean? So there's, I'm sure a combination. Do you find that it's more than on either side, one or the other of those? There are a lot of people.
people, especially with the forecast, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. Heather, I do ask clients when they come to me for a forecast to have their calendars, mm-hmm. have goals and dreams, and perhaps, you know, everything is a best laid plan. <laughs> right. But, you know, I want to I wanna hear about what you want to manifest and achieve. in the year when the best time is to do that and those you know that definitely lends itself to people that um, I had a client last year who leave her husband Mm. um, and was you know a burgeoning painter and was really confident that she could somehow make a livelihood for herself through her painting but she had been financially dependent on her husband Mm -hmm. and obviously was reluctant and a little bit scared because she didn't quite know, gosh, you know, do I do all these things at once? Right. Is it possible? Is it smart? So there's one example. And, you know, we looked we looked at her year, and though she may have felt an immediacy in wanting to make her decisions, we ended up going, looking at the year and saying, actually, it's better if you wait another six months hmm. because of how the numbers looked. And I've been in touch with her again, and so far it's worked well for her, and she's landed somewhere safely, and she's working through right. her transition. But, um, yeah, things like that, you know, moving house, especially if people are moving out of the country or to another state, if they want to take a new job, ask for a raise, you know, there are people too, especially a lot of women who, if they want to meet somebody, mm, right? Uh, you know, and again, it's like best laid plans and <laughs> and a positivity. Yeah. But I also think with all this work, you've got to stay realistic, and we all have to champion our own needs. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there's no magic secret sauce, right? I mean, to any of, <laughs> I mean, if if no, we, I don't be invented and make like ten billion. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, oh, the secret is dot, 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 right? Or the, you know, what is that? The meaning of life number is 42, right? Um, all of that. Now, that that's interesting, yeah, because I, I, you know, people are always seeking um, guidance, and, and they find it in many different places. And I was watching um, uh, that show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is so good and love it. And it was, I was giggling because I was watching, you know, the, the mom, like, you know, she was like going to a different part of town to go in and see, you know, a reader, a seer to, you know, to read the tea leaves to, and it was, you know, she was like, don't tell anybody I'm here and da 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 da, you know, and there is, I think there is some of that stigma about it. And I think it's different and, and, and not as it was, but I, I definitely think that I think, I don't know. Do you feel that people are sometimes just afraid or closed off to that kind of thing? Cause they, I don't know, maybe they don't want to tap into the subconscious or the mystic or the, I don't know. You know, I do. I feel like, um, the biggest thing that's remained through the stigma, cause I do think more people, you know, it's coming around again, mysticism's in vogue. Yeah. <laughs> but what's still, what's definitely stayed is the mystery. Right. You know, the veil across all of it, because again, I mean, none of us really know where this stuff came from, if it works, right. but it's fascinating because of that reason. Mm-hmm. And so people will continue to seek it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, still though, there's a lot of snake charmers yes. and <laughs> there are of course certain people that 
don't want anyone to know that they're perhaps going to these really gifted readers for information Mm -hmm. that's going to help inform, you know, what they do next, especially if it's an important decision. Right. Yeah. But there's other people too that use it as what it should be used as, which is a resource. It's just, it's a different kind of depth. Right. Yeah. And I think, do you feel, because I, I mean, I, we talked about, I, I, there are numbers that are important in my life and you know what those are. And we've talked about that before where it's not just, it's like things happen. It's sort of births, deaths, anniversaries, whatever, all of that stuff. And I think, I know for me, I've sort of always had that, but, but I didn't maybe put my finger on it till we did our reading. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know, these are the like days when things happen in my life. I know. And I keep saying that I've only, I don't play the lottery enough on those numbers and I probably should do it more. <laughs> yeah. But I think, do you feel like that once you sort of open yourself up to that, you start seeing it in everything, you know? Yes. Yeah. I think, um, you know, those are like those little feathers we put in our hat. Mm, yeah. And you see a number all the time, there is significance to that number. And not only maybe to what it might universally mean, but ultimately what it means to you. Right. You know, what is happening when you see this number, when you hear this number, when you know this number is a part of this moment in your life that you're witnessing, What what is the deeper meaning as you know it? And then you put that up against what else might be known about it. And you come up with your own cocktail of reasoning and magic about what it possibly could be suggesting to you. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just find it because I do find that, you know, when I meet somebody, I when I figure out what their birthday is and I really connect with them, it usually falls on one of those numbers. Or something, yeah. or something about them, or a kid of theirs, or whatever. You know, it's it's very funny that way. I don't know. I thought I'd ask you too, as you know, really kind of a mega businesswoman empire that you are. <laughs> how do you, you know, how often might you hear of or see people using, you know, mysticism, you know, or let's even just call it modern fortune. T- Right, sure. like the like the Egyptian pharaohs did, or even right. you know President Reagan, Nancy had an astrologer. Um, how often do you see that in big business, if at all? I see it. I I I don't see it usually out front. Um, I see it a lot in personal you know relationships I have with people. You know, for a while I did a lot of executive handling when I was doing logistics for events, and I think more of that was there and also ritual like things you do before you speak and uh your favorite pair of socks and that kind of thing and um and so I saw that that kind of thing there I also you know once you get talking to people and it comes up um for whatever reason uh or you know because I talk about it in the things that I write and all of that stuff you know I'll have people ask me about it you know um and it's you know, CEOs to whoever, you know, they're like, oh, that, I have that, that kind of intrigued me, you know, who does that? Or where did you, or how, how does that play in your life and that sort of thing? So, um, but it's usually more of somebody's heard me talking about it. Um, and I think it's sort of in sports, I think there, you know, I have a few friends who are athletes and I think it definitely is 
there there's more sort of I guess superstition <laughs> in in that and even in entertainment um people especially who are performing um there's a lot of that you know what they do before they go on and that kind of thing I see it definitely there um and then there's some people I know that you know I know that they pull a tarot card every morning or they'll do a you know the three um the the set of three as well um and there's been a lot of talk. I've seen more people in the world paying attention to the full moons. Yeah. You know, we had we had so many interesting things happen in the last year or so with eclipses and, you know, the blood moon and things happening only, you know, once in a haha blue moon. Um, it seems yeah. to me more people are um, talking about those things than, than they have in the past. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It could be the zeitgeist of our time. I don't know, you know, the, the landscape of our world with, you know, depending on whatever you believe, but, you know, the, the negative 50 that's happening in, you know, <laughs> um, Minneapolis today and polar vortexes and hurricanes and all that stuff. I think there's a a need for the mystic and the the centering and the, the looking into self of things that are about you in addition to whatever religion you happen to practice or not, or your spirituality practices or not. So, so yeah, I don't know. That's kind of where I see it, where I have seen it, I guess. When they need just a little something extra, especially to echo your point, talking about, you know, not only the climate of the world, but the political climate. Yes. Uh, You know, even just how busy people are. Yeah. Uh, there, it's like this thing that you can do independently of anything else. Mm-hmm. Even if we sit quietly for five minutes and we ask our higher self a question, you know, the, the mystical definitely, those are, again, those resources or tools, they're instruments to getting deeper with our higher self. Yeah. So it makes sense to me, too, that it's not out front right it's so it's like really kind of beautiful that it's not yeah yeah i I, and i think you know meditation i think has become a huge piece of especially with the apps you know you've got a ton of apps that are you know about meditation that are about um uh, shutting off your social media for a certain amount of time a day and that sort of thing so i think that connection to higher self um and uh grounding um i know that for me I dabbled in meditation, I would say, and I've had it become more a part of my life. And I really, it, it's changed so much for me. And especially before I go on and speak, you know, and not being in the rabble of, you know, everybody backstage and stuff. Like I usually, I'm trying, I'm like, I'm going to go away for 10 minutes and I'll be back, you know, kind of, kind of thing. Um, and I see more and more people doing that sort of thing um, for sure. Uh, more than ever, you know, I think there was probably a, you know, when yoga really came into the United States, I think there was like a push around that. And but I I see, you know, I have friends that teach Reiki and, um, you know, mantras and mudras and all of that stuff, especially. OK, I live in California. I mean, you live in Oregon. We're pretty crunchy. Right. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, West Coast. Um, <laughs> so I think there's a tendency to see that more here. But I do feel like um, even with like my niece and nephew that I, you know, we've talked about meditation and I think one time I was like, if you meditate with 10 minutes for me, I'll take you into town and I'll buy you a book. And they're like, 
whatever, you know, and they did it with me, you know, they wiggled around, but, you know, and they're like, you know, kids under 10 and, you know, eight, but, but I think there's something about that moment of, of namaste, of, you know, and then having all the cool stuff that, you know, you have with numbers and tarot and astrology around it, that understanding. I don't know how you remember all that stuff, first of all. I think some people have, um, you know, some people learn languages, math, yeah. uh, you know, memory retention. Some people are gifted with those things. Yeah. I'm grateful that I'm one of them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think anybody that's that has an ability to recognize patterns. Right. You know, and maybe track a certain kind of analysis. Mm-hmm. So everyone has a, everyone has special gifts. Yeah. And, specialties mm-hmm. for sure and also right it all comes through practice and mastery right yeah yeah 10,000 hours right right, right. what exactly. they say yeah we can't all be the Beatles but we can try <laughs> yeah. that's where I got the word maven from was that book too that tipping point for sure nice. so Malcolm Gladwell yeah he's the man he's oh, brilliant um speaking of patterns um I mean, that's something I think in, in numerology that, and, and it's, you know, it's something in everything where it's that pattern recognition, you know, and we talk a lot about that in technology too, of, you know, people who develop code and all of that stuff. And so there's that pattern recognition. I wonder, it would be interesting to know and think about somebody who's got a developer mind like that, how numerology would play with them, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think the biggest hurdle would be getting them to want to, yeah, you know, not sure. just cast it off. Mm hmm. Right. So, and I'm sure there are software developers out there and, um, you know, computer science people that would be intrigued. Yeah. Uh, but I also think that they'd want facts. Yes. Right. And that's something that you can never really produce mm-hmm. out of the mystical realms. Right. So, again, right, just like you said, you're going to have to be like a skeptic believer. Yeah. Completely. Really come, come to come to a mystical person. Yeah. With technology and say, well, explain this. Yeah, absolutely. I but think you, that's that's an interesting idea too. Yeah, and I think, to me, the entering into the mystic, the higher consciousness, the higher self, that's where create where true creativity, I think, really comes from. And so, if you are somebody who is building and a maker and a developer or whatever and it doesn't have to be computers whatever but like even just the time somebody was saying to me the other day that they basically they don't work the last week of the month wow and on fridays and i was like how do you do that you know and they were like i have to have time to be creative to get to my higher self to have the brilliant ideas and i am unbelievably more productive i was like wow yeah i was like good on you yeah, I know. I was like, good on you. Um, so, yeah. So anyway, well, I'm going to, so a couple things. I want to ask you one more question, but um, I just wanted to tell our listeners that Tracy has offered a wonderful discount for those of you who would like to check out her uh, numerology readings, the code and um, and uh, the year as well. And so she, it's 30% off is what you're giving. It is. Just Amazing. for your listeners, Heather. That, you're awesome. Yeah, thank you. That's so exciting. And uh, uh, we'll create the code and put the code in the... Yep, the code is Mavens Do It Better. Perfect. All one word, and they will, if you put it in at checkout, you'll get your 30%. And 
the website is themystical.life. And I hope that all of your listeners feel a desire and inspiration to to come for a reading. I do too, because it's totally awesome. Um, So I guess last question. um, So like, I know it was with your grandmother and the tea leaves. Like, I guess where, where, where was the, what was that one moment where you dropped in where you were like, bam, this is what I want to do. This is the company. This is my thing. Well, it's interesting, the kind of inception point is when I was given an astrology book when I was 14 by my grandmother, and it I still have it. It's a huge, thick, hard-bound reference book, and it actually shows you how to draw your own natal chart. Ooh. So wow. I had, you know, all my pencils, my pens, my protractor. <laughs> um, you know, I got a big bucket to make the perfect circle. And I spent probably two days going down to the degrees to make my own birth chart. Right. And it was a similar thing that happened with numerology and tarot. You know, with tarot, it was like getting my first deck. Right. Boom. And with numerology, yeah. it was, um, I think it all started with, there was, there's a book called The Way of the Shaman. Mm-hmm. And this is a book that's kind of required reading in mystery schools. And I started to, you know, cover that list, right. kind of universal list. And there are countless books on numerology. And it was a similar thing where you're drawing a chart, you're drawing triangles and squares oh, wow. that correspond to different decades in your life. Gotcha. Wow. And so then I got down on that and drew that and was just like, holy shit, this is incredible stuff. <laughs> Everybody should do this. So it all just kind of came together. And I had, you know, lots of friends and kind of grassroots clients for years saying, you need to make a website. You need to make a website. You need to do this. And and I did about 10 years ago. That's awesome. And so it's been kind of up and running and growing and everything's word of mouth I don't really advertise yeah it's awesome uh, you you are such a light and it's so cool to know you and and it's what's cool I don't know there's so many cool things about you but it, it I just with her with Tracy's knowledge and just to your nature of who you are and what you bring to the table it's just it's really it's a lovely thing and I've really enjoyed it so I just I I yeah I, I highly reflection of you, Heather. <laughs> well, you're sweet, but uh, yeah. So everybody, um, Tracy Tally, and um, the mystical life, yeah, and the mystical dot life, the mystical dot life, and uh, we'll put the discount code up in the show notes as well. But it's Mavens Do It Better for thirty percent off on a numerology reading. So that is super kind, and thank you for that. So thank yeah. you for having me on. It was lovely to be here absolutely all right everybody that was another mavens do it better podcast with our lovely guest tracy tally cheers yeah thank you hon
The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.